Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Retirement Answers. My name is Jacob Duke, and I help people just like you who are thinking about retirement or who already are retired plan out a successful retirement so that you can live comfortably and live confidently. So today is July 4th, and I wanted to wish you a happy July 4th and also extend uh, a sense of gratitude and appreciation and send a big thank you out to those who are either active or former military. Uh, Thank you so much for your service to this country. Thank you for the price that you've paid to allow us to Uh, have our freedoms and do the things that we enjoy doing on a daily basis. So what you've done does not go unnoticed. So today I wanted to just go through a few different questions that I've gotten recently and answer those for you. And if these are questions that you've had, hopefully this is helpful for you. If you have questions that you would like to have answered here on the show, uh, please email me at jacob.duke at appliedcapital.com. And that is where I can receive your question and then also answer them here on the show. So if you want that to happen, go ahead and email me there and I'd be happy to answer your questions here on Retirement Answers. So the first question that I wanted to go over together is one that I got recently and it's around the idea of Roth conversions. And the question is, I have IRA accounts and I'm curious if I can start doing conversions on those before I turn 59 and a half. And the reason for this question is, is most people know that whenever they have an IRA or a Roth IRA, they're unable to take at least a portion of that money out of that account before 59 and a half, because you would be taking it out early before you turn the appropriate age. And so whenever it comes to conversions, there is sometimes a little bit of confusion there because there are a few different five-year rules, uh, whether it be on contract contributions, but then also on conversions. And so the answer to this question of can I convert money to Roth IRAs before 59 and a half is yes, you can convert money from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA before 59 and a half because conversions are not considered distributions. You're not actually taking money out of an IRA account. You're just moving it from one IRA account to another. Now, I do want to make one important point here. If you're going to be doing a Roth conversion before 59 and a half, it's probably a wise decision to pay the associated taxes with cash that would be at your bank account, as opposed to withholding the taxes out of your IRA to pay the taxes for the conversion. The reason is, is anytime you do a conversion before 59 and a half and you're withholding the taxes from your IRA account to pay those taxes on the conversion with, you are going to pay a 10% penalty on top of the taxes that you would be withholding. So the, the tax withholding is considered a distribution from your account. So if you're before that age 59 and a half, you would owe the additional 10% early distribution penalty because of that. So if you're doing a Roth conversion before 59 and a half, I would encourage you to pay the taxes with cash as opposed to withholding that from your IRA. Now, once you're 59 and a half, you can withhold the taxes from your IRA. Um, once again, this is still potentially a benefit for you to do the Roth conversion, but ultimately the best way to do a Roth conversion at any point is to do the conversion and then pay the taxes out of cash and let all of the converted amount stay in the IRAs or Roth IRAs so that you can grow that money faster tax-free as opposed to make up a hole or a difference if you are withholding the taxes out of the conversion amount. So I hope that's helpful whenever thinking about Roth conversions before 59 and a half. So thank you so much for that question. That's a really good one. All right, the next question I have for us says that I'm 61 years old. I've made after-tax contributions to my 401k. Um, and just to be clear, this is different from Roth contributions to a 401k. These are after-tax monies that are in a traditional 401k. Then this 401k allows in-service withdrawals. Um, 
if I want to transfer the entire after-tax dollar amount to a Roth IRA and its earnings to a traditional IRA, does the pro rata rule apply to this distribution? I will still have a significant amount of pre-tax money remaining in the 401k. So this is a really interesting question, and it's one that is very confusing most of the time. And whenever we think about money that is in a 401k, we think about typically a Roth 401k or a traditional 401k. Well, within a traditional 401k, you can contribute after-tax dollars to that traditional side, which means you've already paid the tax on it, and typically the money in the traditional 401k is pre-tax money. So you can commingle these types of dollars within a 401k plan. Now, this is not something that everyone does, but just know that it is a possibility, and sometimes I run to this issue with some clients. And the issue is whenever we decide to roll over or transfer out of the 401k to an IRA or a Roth IRA in the future. So any distribution that you take from an employer plan will be treated as a pro rata distribution. Now, a distribution can be split and go to more than one destination. So the way that this works is you would need to designate any pre-tax amount to go directly to your IRA, your traditional IRA, and then you can designate any after-tax amounts to go to your Roth IRA. So the after-tax money is not Roth money within the 401k, but whenever you take a rollover or a distribution, you can say, I want that after-tax money to go to my Roth IRA account. Now, many employers will do only one direct transfer, so you end up with the after-tax money being sent directly to you, and then you have 60 days from the date you receive the funds to complete the rollover by depositing those after-tax dollars into your Roth IRA. So that's what's called a 60-day rollover. Now, now, you're not limited to this particular scenario, like you have to do it this way. You can split up your distribution any way you want, and for example, you can send all of the dollars to your IRA or send some of the after-tax money to your Roth, but I will warn you that whenever you have pre-tax and after-tax dollars in your 401k, remember this is not Roth money, that's the hard part to remember, uh, whenever you have that co-mingling of dollars, whenever you do a rollover, that's your opportunity to uh, separate these two types of money, right? You have pre-tax and after-tax, so you would want the pre-tax money to go in your traditional IRA, and you would want your post-tax money to go into the Roth IRA. Whenever you have an IRA, and let's say you have basis, which is called after-tax dollars, let's say you have that basis in your IRA, you run into the issue of having to distribute money out of that IRA whenever you take a distribution pro rata, meaning whatever portion of after tax dollars as a percentage of your account is in your IRA, anytime you take a distribution from that account, you would have to take that percentage of after-tax dollars on that distribution. So for example, let's say you had $100,000 in your IRA and 10,000 of that was post-tax money, meaning it's already been taxed. So you have 90,000 pre-tax and 10,000 post-tax. That's 10% of your overall account balance. Anytime you take a distribution from your IRA account, let's say you take $10,000 out of your IRA account, you don't get to pick whether or not you pulled the pre-tax or after-tax, you just have to take that pro-rata meaning 10% of your $10,000 distribution is always going to be your after-tax money, and the other 90% is going to be pre-tax money. The hard part is, is you have to know how much pre-tax and post-tax money you have in it, so you have to keep up with the accounting yourself, because if you don't keep up with the accounting, then you don't know how much post-tax money you have, therefore you may not be able to claim uh, that, that you don't owe taxes on that money whenever you take it out. So whenever you have post-tax money in the account, you have to know where did it come from, because you can make non deductible contributions to an IRA and you can roll over after-tax dollars from your work 401k into your IRA. But, but regardless of how the after-tax money arrived, you must know that the pro rata rule dictates that a person cannot cherry pick only the basis from an IRA or subsequently withdraw or do a Roth conversion with just a 
those after-tax dollars. You have to take all dollars out pro rata. So keeping up with your basis, if you have after-tax money, finding a way to separate those two things, pre-tax and after-tax, especially if the money is still in a 401k, becomes very important in understanding how much tax you will or will not owe on distributions from those commingled funds in the future. So the one takeaway that I want you to hear from this question is, if you have money in a 401k, before you do any rollovers or transfers out, I want you to check with the custodian or the plan provider and say, do I have any after-tax money in this account? Remember, after-tax is not Roth within a 401k. They're two separate things. So ask that question. If you have no after-tax, you don't have anything to worry about. If you do have after-tax, it's important that you distribute or roll over those funds appropriately, as I mentioned earlier. So that's a really complicated question. I don't know if I made it more confusing or if I, if I cleared it up, um, but that's something that maybe if you have questions about that, feel free to email me and I can have a more uh, in-depth conversation and personal conversation with you on your specific situation. Because like I said, this is a confusing topic whenever we talk about commingled funds, pre-tax, after-tax, and then obviously having basis in an IRA. Okay, the third and final question for today's episode has to do with inherited Roth IRAs and whether or not those are going to be taxed and kind of how that works. So the question is, am I correct to assume that if I leave my Roth IRA to my two adult children, they will have to take all that money out by year 10 and they will have no taxes to pay on it because it's a Roth? They can take out some money each year if they want to, but they have the option to leave it all in for the 10 years if they if they want to as well. Okay, this is a great question, and it's something that's going to apply to most people because most people have a Roth IRA, and one day whenever they pass away, they will leave that to someone who is younger than them if they're not a spouse. So the answer to that is, assuming that you've had that Roth IRA for five years, then yes, your children, they can inherit that money, the entire account, and it will be available immediately tax-free. However, they cannot leave that money in the Roth IRA forever, meaning they will have to take a distribution. It's just a matter of when. They can take as much or as little as they want each year, but they will have to have that account emptied by the end of the 10th year after your death. So going back to the SECURE Act, there were a few rule changes in terms of how beneficiary IRAs worked. Um, and so at no matter what, if you're a non-designated beneficiary, meaning you're not a spouse pretty much, meaning there's, and there's a few different categories of people that are considered designated beneficiaries, they receive special treatment when it comes to inherited IRAs and as a beneficiary. But if you're a non-designated beneficiary, which children are, you have to take out all money that you received from an IRA or a Roth IRA. You have to have that all taken out by the end of the 10th year. So for a Roth IRA, the rule is slightly different because you can elect to not take that money out until all of it at once at the end of the 10th year. Remember, you're not being taxed on that money. That is going to be tax-free to you, but you've allowed that money to grow tax-free for 10 10 years after um, your parents had passed away to continue compounding and growing tax-free. On the other end of the spectrum, the traditional IRA, that money has that same 10-year window, but you are required to take one-tenth out every year for the 10 years. And then ultimately, after those 10 years, you will have no dollars left in your inherited IRA. You have paid tax on it to take the money out, and you will um, do whatever you want to do with that money. So slightly different rules. But for this specific question, will my children owe taxes on the Roth IRAs whenever they receive it as an inheritance one day? No. And then will they have to take all that money out at some point? Yes. By the end of the 10-year window after your passing. So hopefully that's helpful as you think about your estate planning and some of the different questions around taxes for beneficiaries one day. Um, once again, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Retirement Answers. Uh, if you have questions, feel free to reach out to me at my email that I stated earlier. And uh, other than that, I hope you have a great July 4th and look 
forward to talking with you again next week.